Sorry, I need to take my shirt off. It's getting super hot in here. We're very bad at telling time on this podcast, but apparently there's another year gone by. Lockdown means I didn't notice three quarters of it, but yes. What is time at this point, to be honest? <laughs> it feels like... I think that could be the slogan of the podcast. <laughs> what is time? <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. These days with all of the isolating and locking down and everything, it's as if these boundaries we set around time is slowly disappearing. <laughs> One year flowing into another, no significant events really mocking the passing of time. It's strange. It, it is bizarre. It feels weird. You did have a, a long break over December, which you mentioned last time, um, and you were going to do a whole bunch of experiments. Did you, uh, did you get any findings out of that? Yeah. So two things that I did, first being writing no code. So I did the no code December. Didn't write a line of code in December, wow. which I managed to do. It was strange because there were a bunch of times where I kind of felt, oh, I want to, I want to do a PSC of this. Yeah, and then I was like, mm, can't. <laughs> also, I didn't want to just plan forever, and so <laughs> what I kind of do, kind of ended up doing, is just every now and then when I thought of something additional, I would make a note in Rome. And then focus on relaxing because that was the main thing for December was, yeah. you know, just relax. And it was almost as if I was starting to get, no, actually for sure, I started getting more ideas again, started making more connections again. Ah. My brain started just, um, it, it's as if it accepted that I am currently in no writing code mode. So I am now in ideation mode and that's the priority. And it was literally just relax. And when some kind of idea sparked, I would make a note of it and carry on and leave it for later. Ah, oh, that's cool. I'm so jealous. How long did it take before you uh, sort of realized that it's starting to work? Probably about two weeks. Okay. Yeah. I think that sounds about reasonable. I think that was because of the burnout. Mm. The first week was just... Um, <laughs> Potato. Yeah. And still kind of taking care of some work stuff, non-code related work stuff and doing some prep for the new year and all of that stuff. Mm. So I was still busy. And then it was about a week of just doing some things around the house, some chores, um, catching up on a few things that I've been putting off. Ah. So yeah, December then kind of just rolled through and I didn't write any code. And also as it went on, I felt less of an urge to write code as well. And just like just in the morning sitting and just thinking and just ideas were coming up and it was great. I actually enjoyed it a lot. Yeah, that definitely makes sense. <sighs> I did run two experiments at the same time though. So I don't know if, because the other experiment I was running was not tracking any time. Mm. So I switched off time tracking completely. And up until now, I haven't started time tracking again. So by the time this episode goes up, I would have started time tracking again full time 24 seven. Yeah. Because my system currently is set up for 24 seven time tracking. So to only track work hours is a little bit, I guess I can get around it by adding a stop timer shortcut on my phone, but I don't really want to. So. 
that's like the lowest barrier ever but okay <laughs> yeah because everything everything right now is just timers a timer starting the next timer yeah exactly so if i wanted to switch my system over to only tracking workouts i all i really need to do is add a stop tracking button oh well, i guess it's it's up to you right where you find the most value or at least foresee finding the most value still yeah because even though i said i stopped time tracking what i actually ended up doing was just uh running one single timer indefinitely <laughs> which was holiday which i actually deleted okay. so that time is completely gone out of my system it's the biggest gap in my time tracking in the past four years Oof. this massive hole that is mentally strange to think about i'm okay with it at least you were doing it because of an experiment or something so it makes sense if it was like some sync issue and it double did it and some shortcut just deleted everything i think that would be yeah that would devastating be but because it's something you did deliberately i, I think it's fine mm. i did at one point wonder if the fact that a timer is still running is affecting me but that only lasted for a few days and then i was my brain kind of saw that timer as not a, being a timer because I had the intention of deleting it eventually anyway. The only reason I started it was because it would be the easiest way for me to just not make the entire system fall apart <laughs> because I have things kicking off automatically checking for timers. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, cogs in that system. Yeah, so the easiest way was just to have a timer running indefinitely set to holiday. It did make me think of what does this look like in my system in the future. So if I wanted to ad hoc decide this weekend I'm not tracking time. Mm. What is a what does that look like? What's a toggle or a flag or something, a button that I can click that makes a switch in my system that allows that yeah. to be possible. Mm. That's a good idea. It's at this point there's also so many parts of the system it's hard to keep track <laughs> of everything. It just Yeah. It, when it works, it just works and you don't know all of the parts. That's the beauty of it. Yeah, you forget that things are doing what they should. Exactly. I did build a holiday mode into uh, Jarvis so I know when it annoys me I can say like holiday and then x amount of days so then it leaves me alone for those amount of days <laughs> yeah so that's pretty much it that, that that was the two experiments that I ran for December was um, no code December and no time tracking hmm. and I think overall it went well um, it went smoother than I thought it would at the time of recording now tomorrow I'm starting time tracking again and I don't know how I feel about it. I, one part of me is excited and one part of me is dreading it. So I was worried. I think this was my biggest worry going into dropping time tracking is that I would lose my intentionality. Mm, yeah. That if I'm setting the timer to spending time with my daughter, that that's the thing that I'm doing and that's what I'm focusing in because that's the timer that's running. Yeah, yeah. But what ended up happening eventually was that I didn't lose the intentionality. It was almost as if I could switch that on on demand and be focused and be present without there needing to be a timer, which I think is actually pretty cool to be honest. Yeah, definitely. I think it could be that because you were time tracking so long and using it for that intentionality purpose as well, that it sort of conditioned and trained you to automatically sort of be more aware of what your intention is at the present moment and then focus more on that. Yeah. And because you've been doing it so long, you don't necessarily need to click a button to say, I'm doing this now. Your brain understands that 
we're going to focus on this thing now. So it automatically just goes into that mode. Hmm. Yeah. So I, I don't know how much of that, I don't know what the half-life is. Yeah. <laughs> Do you lose it after, you know, according to later science, it takes 66 days to, to form a habit. But if I stop time tracking and is that intentionality, will that disappear after 66 days? Mm. Or, you know, is, is the fact that, because it's not just time tracking alone, right? It's also things like meditation and those things help you to be more present and in the moment. Mm, yeah, yeah. I guess it is at some point it just becomes part of your identity. Yeah. I would hope it's just part of me now. Yeah, that'd be fantastic because that's a great uh, result to get from it. I think all in all it was a success. Yeah, what, um, how's, how was your December? It was good. It was, uh, it was relaxed. Um, obviously, couldn't really travel or see family or anything like that. So it was much more relaxed. I didn't do too much programming related, computer related. I've been trying to find more hobbies and interests which don't necessarily require me to be programming all the time. So yeah, the the symbol was fine. I did some some blog things for once and I started a new YouTube hobby. So that's been fun. Spend way too much money on camera stuff. So I'm back into photography and I am enjoying it. So it's been good. Awesome. Well, do you want to want to plug your YouTube adventures? Uh, I guess I'll plug it when we get to the yearly themes because it's it's such a big hobby that it's part of my my theme. Hmm. But first, I guess we have to review our old themes. Yes. Yeah, I was thinking review first. Um, yeah, who's going first? I don't know. You can go if you want. Yeah. So for 2019 to 2020, my theme was the year of disposition which was thinking about my my mental states um or mental disposition physical disposition and as well as my digital spaces and you know cleaning that up and and getting that in order yeah so basically what i did is for my review i thought about um i realized something about themes by the way which clarified for me this week going through this thing a yearly theme has two benefits the one is looking at the future within the scope of your theme and trying to fit and guide yourself through that you know um, path mm. and then it also acts as a lens when looking at the past to identify things where you made decisions in a specific or a theme related direction mm, yeah that's true. I realized that when I was setting my new theme, because I was a little bit bummed about not getting around to it until now. So I felt like I lost three months because I haven't set the new theme yet. And then I thought, well, let me take this new theme and look at the past three months through that lens. What movements have I kind of made already in this direction? So then it made me, it helped me to not feel as bad about the past three months because <laughs> I was able to identify a few things that fit in with a theme and that I've already achieved, which I thought was pretty cool. Yeah. It's a North Star to guide you and it's also a lens to look at the past, which is pretty cool. I like that. That's a good summary. Yeah. Yeah. So when I reviewed my previous theme, I looked at it in, in the three areas, which is mental, physical, and digital, because those were the three dispositions that I felt I, I had to spend time in and get in order. So for mental, I invested a lot of time in tools for thought, um, Rome being the big one. Yeah, of course. And kind of getting systems in place to get my thinking clearer. And I think I, I succeeded in that regard. I feel like investing in into Rome, my time into Rome and getting better at using Rome in a manner that fits my brain has had a positive impact 
on my life you know as a whole i'm less forgetful i remember more things because i'm taking note of more things i'm making more connections between ideas and that's a net win so definitely on the mental side the time invested in tools for thought was really worth it the other thing that i did this year was um naval's 60 day do nothing challenge which is technically a meditation challenge i don't know if we discussed it on the podcast to be honest no no we haven't so i did that for one hour so 60 minutes for 60 days do nothing and he specifically phrased it as do nothing so that you're not encumbered by the idea of meditation and what meditation is and trying to fit it into the mold of meditation i see yeah so it's literally do nothing And that was very insightful because I also took, uh, I kept a journal while doing that as well. And every day I would make notes about, you know, the things that I thought through, the things that I kind of found about myself. And this very much tied into your house cleaning idea. Oh yeah, yeah. When you're sitting there for an hour and making peace with the fact that you're stuck here sitting for an hour, might as well unpack a few things. (laughs) Yeah. It's a powerful thing after a few days. In the beginning, it's hard, but it gets insightful, more and more insightful as you go on. So that was that was something that I did this year for for mental mind, mental disposition, which I think was a big benefit. It, it really took meditation to the next level for me this year, which which I'm I'm glad I did that. Yeah, that sounds really positive. Okay, so then the other disposition, physical disposition. Um, I improved my home office setup. So organized my screens a bit better, made everything a bit more ergonomic, definitely feeling a little bit less aches these days because um, I've got better posture because I positioned my screens better. So that's a net win. Also built an office outside of the home Mm. and then COVID happened. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I'm not using that office as much as I wanted to, but that was part of the year of disposition. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I did, I, I did what I set out to do, but it, because of circumstances, it was a bit, it was a little bit of a spanner in the works there, but I mean, still counts as a net win, I think. Yeah. In terms of my digital disposition, I think that's the one I probably failed on the most. Um, except for organizing things within Rome, there's not much else that I sorted out that I wanted to sort out, like sorting out email, which dreaded, dreaded email. Um, but that doesn't mean I'm not ever doing it now. I'm just going to figure out a way to do that within my new theme or just keep that part of disposition lingering on a little bit longer. I'm not quite sure yet. Hmm. Um, there's no reason that part of the theme cannot you know, stick around. So Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, so that's kind of my review. I think overall it sounds very positive. I mean, you'd set out to do quite a few high ticket items and I think you did really well on everything. Um, speaking to you now versus speaking to you this time last year, I definitely think there's been positive change in not just the way you phrase and approach things, but also even though you're still Daniel and you have like loads of threads to pull on at the same time, I think you're you're much more competent in bringing them all together in one like coherent message just when we have a normal conversation. And I think that is clearly due to all of your mental disposition work And I think that's a very positive thing to do. So no, well done. Cool. Well, thank you. Yeah. I feel like I'm, I think that that's the biggest thing I want to solve. And that doesn't end here. That's something I need to work on in the future as well. For sure. We've all, we've all got that. Being more coherent. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's not just being coherent. It's, you've got a lot of interesting and complex things to explain in the same conversation. And it, it can be difficult to decide which 
paths to follow do you explain this bit or that bit or both but also because of the way your mind works with connections between things do you find it interesting in how they connect together and explaining all of those things means the listener needs a base knowledge of all of the sort of different concepts so you can explain how they link together so it's a very difficult thing <laughs> that you're taking on from the start, but I think you're you're doing much better in that. And I uh, I really think I'm definitely not as good as doing that. So I, I think it's a it's a very good improvement you've made. I'll take that compliment. Yeah, no problem. Save it for. Uh... <laughs> Shall I do my previous year, or do you have more to say? No, that's um, pretty much it. I, I wanted to keep it short. So my 2019 to 2020 was the year of notice. It was sort of a cheeky theme based on sort of an extension of the observation club where I like being present and observing things around me um, and I wanted to take that further and also use that observational I don't know skills I guess to funnel it in different ways um, I don't know it's difficult to explain so I'm not as coherent as Daniel <laughs> but it's fine <laughs> I had a couple of main plans as I phrased them. One of them was to maintain a target weight. And that was really to do around like fitness and health and that kind of thing. And then in my personal life, I wanted to build meaningful relationships because obviously I moved countries, so I don't know a lot of people and it takes more work to maintain relationships long distance. So I needed to make sure I put the time and effort in to do that. And then sort of a general one is I wanted to be mindful of life and the smaller things. So the way I wanted to set those in action is by focusing on 30 minutes of reading a day. I've been doing like reading every day as a thing for a long time. I think in 2018 to 2019, it was an hour a day. Last year, I made it shorter to half an hour, but I wanted the content to be more difficult. So not just standard nonfiction, but more like science-y things that make you think and you have to reread a couple of times. So I wanted to focus on doing more of that. I wanted to keep up doing 5K runs and two times weekly go to the gym or swimming, which obviously... Uh, couldn't really happen for most of the year. I wanted to try and cook for myself. I wanted to keep up intermittent fasting. I wanted to do gratitude journals for the whole year. And I wanted to promote the work I do and that my friends and colleagues do. That sort of ties into the, the notice part of the theme as well. And then I guess for my review, I thought I did well on the target weight. I accidentally lost more weight than I wanted to due to actually cooking for myself. <laughs> so I'm still around the target weight, but I moved the target a bit down. But that's fine. You know, I'm still happy with the result. As for the focus areas with all of the things I wanted to do, I did mostly okay with the reading. I got a little bit lazy with it, but I did read some really difficult things. Like I read Plato and I don't want to do that again. That wasn't as much fun <laughs> as I thought it would be. <laughs> so now I could say I did it. I didn't understand most of it, but it's fine. I, I read it. It's cool. Uh, the fitness thing, I did mostly well in a way that I could, given the circumstances. I think my general fitness is okay. Uh, cooking for myself went really well until it didn't. But that's part of the thing for this year. Intermittent fasting, I did that for as long as I care to, and then I stopped. But I don't really care too much about that because that was more of an experiment, really. I did keep up the gratitude journal. I think for most of the year, I did it twice a week. As per their recommendations, I've got the Kurzgesagt, their gratitude journal that I'll link. I really recommend it. So I'm doing that once a week still on Mondays, which I really like. And then promoting things. I think I generally did okay. Maybe could have done a bit more. I don't know. 
I did have some nice conversations with some friends around them starting ventures and side hobbies and things that they sort of, some of them have mentioned that us doing this has been an inspiration on, on their side. So I think generally it's okay. So overall, I think I did well on my goals. I did well on the focus areas. And a very important thing for last year for me as well was to not get burned out by uh, corporate overlords. <laughs> and that didn't happen. So I'm happy about that as well. But yeah, that, that's the overall idea. I'm pretty happy with it. If you consider COVID and everything happening, I think I've had a really good year. Mm. I picked up some unplanned hobbies that I didn't think I was going to, but I'm very happy with that outcome. Uh, yeah, I, I guess that's about it for last year. Well, see you never. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds um, sounds good, but it sounds like a very productive, well, relatively, relatively productive <laughs> 2019 to 2020. Yeah, thanks. Thank you. Uh, I think from the sounds of it, you learned quite a lot about yourself, especially around health and, you know, um, and the fitness part, which you should do and not do when you're cooking for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. And I guess your plan then is to course correct for the future. Yes. You know, take your learnings from the previous year, apply it to the next year and the new theme and make the next one even better that's that's the plan hopefully baby we'll see um yeah definitely on the gotta avoid burnout this year that's gonna it's gotta have to happen on my side yeah <laughs> but I, I think that's probably the thing i'm the most impressed with mm, i was getting a little bit uh, frazzled in the end of november but i managed to escape it thankfully i realized i didn't touch on any of um my health-related stuff for the last year. But to be honest, I'm overall quite happy with how it went. I kept up my, my running habit until December and then took a break. Hmm. Got a, one of those um, those pull-up bars things you put in the door for Christmas. I want one of those so bad. Yeah, I have to start using that soon. Anyway, yeah, cool. Uh, do you want to lead into your theme for the next year? Uh, yeah, sure. So that brings us to 2021. The year of creation, or well, probably maybe we'll see. Um, so that's that's obviously my theme. Is the probably maybe we'll see part of the theme? No, but well, you know, if COVID strain two, three, four, five, six, and seven is a thing this year, then I might have to put probably maybe as part of the official theme. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool, gotcha. So once again, I've laid it out into three main plans that are sort of more bigger picture things, and then a couple more focus areas which are more specific things i can do to reach the plans mm -hmm. so the plans are once again number one maintain target weight it's quite important for me to not let myself go because it's not healthy and it's not like i'm i'm, I'm not old but i'm getting to the age where you can sort of feel just over time how, how you become more sluggish and things just hurt when they shouldn't yep and it gets harder and harder to get rid of the gut fat so it's not good yep. so i'm i want to i want to maintain what i have um that'll be fine i the next thing i have is to build an audience mm -hmm. and that ties into the year of creation it's also the year of content creation so like i mentioned earlier i've got a new youtube channel hobby called clack labs around my new mechanical keyboard hobby slash obsession so i thought i might as well film all of that and put it online for some people to enjoy uh, and it's a dual full benefit because one now i'm not just a crazy guy with a bunch of keyboards that's for my youtube channel and also i get to play with cameras and video equipment and all that kind of thing which i really enjoy as well so it's a net positive 
And then the third main plan I have is to appreciate everything that I have because well, not only is the keyboard hobby expensive and all of the camera gear and also just still living in London is great and I, I do appreciate it whenever I'm allowed to go outside now. <laughs> yeah. So then my focus areas are I want to produce more content for YouTube and Instagram. I've got a goal of 25 videos this year. Um, I want to promote the work I do. And an outcome to see that that is working is I want 100 YouTube subscribers and one organic Patreon. So what I define as an organic Patreon, it's someone that I in no way know. So not even like a friend of a friend, complete stranger. That'll be a very positive signal to me that I'm on the right track with this sort of hobby. I think that's a very valuable signal. Mm. I want to work on long form ideas or script writing more. Um, that's sort of been a thing I've been toying with the past couple of months is I really want to get back into long form idea writing. Mm. I don't know. I just, I, I really struggle with it. So I, I do want to work on that. And I have found the script writing. It's a very similar process and it's a lot easier for me to do that. So I think maybe if I do enough script writing type things that can feed into the long form ideas for the blog or whatever. Um, but we'll see. Another area I have is I want to run or cycle three times a week. I want to eat less takeouts. That's always a, a good suggestion. I want to increase my savings rate back up to 30%. Uh, it has been a lot higher and it has been a lot lower recently <laughs> uh, due to having to buy a bunch of stuff. Um, and then the final thing I want to focus on is still the gratitude Mondays. Uh, yeah, that's about it. For the first time ever, I posted it on my blog as well. So it's super duper public and people can hold me accountable, I guess. Yeah, I, I checked it out. It's short and sweet. And yeah, I'm definitely going to keep you accountable. Yeah, well, you have to. I mean, it's sort of your job, isn't it? Yep, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, awesome, man. I'm, I'm excited for it. I think it's going to be interesting. There's some overlap mm. between our our themes. So initially, my theme was actually also going to be the year of creation. Yes, yes. I, I remember uh, the other day you sent me a, a screenshot on Stack going, oh, well, this is awkward. Yeah. And then typically like in, um, you know, in the movies when two girls wear the same outfit, the one's got to go out and change. So <laughs> I decided I'm going to change. And Yeah. <laughs> I already posted mine publicly. So I, I, that's, that's the reason I get to keep it, I guess. Yeah. You bought the dress first, so I need to find a new dress. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm I'm actually glad it happened because I think when I originally thought of the year of creation, there were a few things that I didn't consider. So I managed to find a theme that actually aligns a little bit better of the direction where I wanted to go. So all in all, it turned out okay. So my theme for 2021 is the year of command. Mm. I split this once again into a few sections. Um one way of looking at the word command would be mastery. So I want to have better command over my systems and tools, better command over my mind, better command over my body, and then have command over my family's happiness and the direction we're going. And in, in a sense, it's mastery. Yeah. Having an active role that I play to uh, dictate the direction of where these things go. So I think that's where I'm going with with the command theme, being more intentional. Yeah, yeah. Even more than what I currently am. Higher level, what I do want to invest in this year is um, installing a few better mental models into my life, ways of thinking through the stressful situations, making difficult decisions, setting some trigger action plans in place for 
specific times of the day or specific energy levels or you know if i'm feeling low energy actually building stuff into rome that's that ties in with having better command of my systems and tools so the tools that i have now i want to introduce less new tools and actually double down on the tools that i do use and make them more fit for purpose mm. Part of that, so what is that having more command of my tools? How do I actually implement that? Because besides just scheduling time, sitting and doing this stuff, I do want to discuss and write more about the aspects of my system. Hmm. I don't want to commit to a schedule because it's going to be hard to keep with everything that's going on this year, but I do want to, on a more regular basis, whether that's tweeting about it or discussing it on the podcast here or... um writing long form posts about it i don't know what this actually looks like yet but i want to flesh out a little bit more about the detail of aspects of my system so that will force me to actually think about the system in a more current way because in the past i would always say you know i'm gonna fix my system but you fix the system by making small improvements to small parts of it on a regular basis mm. so that's how i want to approach it now okay and then like i said be more intentional about the tools that i let into my life and that leads me into having better command over my mind. And the thing that I want to do is I want to start creating more than I consume mm. or at least get my consumption versus creation more balanced because right now I'm consuming way more than I'm producing. So one of my biggest time sinks is Twitter, <laughs> probably the place that I spend most of my time just scrolling and just scanning through Twitter and bookmarking things that I have the intention of fleshing out a bit more later, but never get to. Yeah. So I've got a massive bookmark backlog that I want to get through and actually make valuable connections between and riff on a bit more and incorporate it into my system and think about it. And so I want to start working through that, but that does mean I need to get away from Twitter. So I have decided... I don't know if it's for the entire year, but for pretty much the foreseeable future, my next experiment is I am only allowed to tweet and not allowed to read my feed. Okay, yeah. So there's two ways I'm going to do that. The one is using a new extension called Mercury for Rome, where you can tweet straight from Rome. So you can write an entire thread and then click a button to tweet the entire thread. That's really cool. Uh, the other tool is called Typefully. So Typefully is a browser-based app that you sign in with your Twitter account, and it's tweet-only interface. Nothing else besides an interface to do threaded tweets. Yeah. So I'm going to do a bit more tweet threads as well, use Twitter as a bit of a public mimics to put my ideas out there. And this kind of ties in what you want to do as well with the script writing. I'm just going to do it with Twitter threads. Mm. I'm going to put my ideas out in Twitter threads, basically. And I'm allowed to read the feedback I get on the tweets. I see. Okay. Yeah. And respond to it, but I'm not allowed to go to my Twitter feed and just scan the feed. Yeah. What I'm getting back will be serendipitous, curated, based on what I'm putting out. Now, I don't have a massive following right now, so there's going to be very little feedback initially, but the idea is the more I tweet, the more valuable ideas I put out, the more people will potentially follow me and give me feedback and, and some input into my ideas, which will become kind of a serendipity engine to generate more ideas within 
Now, there is a risk of me creating a, a echo chamber, <laughs> but I don't think that's something I need to worry about now. Yeah. So uh, building an audience is definitely also on my list, my to-do list for the next year. Mm -hmm. So we've got that uh, that in common. <laughs> I did also put here for people that would want to do something similar, but don't want to go to the extremes that I'm going. There's the infinite scroll broker and vanilla timeline for Twitter that's Jacob created, which is brilliant. And I do advise using that. Wow. So I'm just plugging that for you because that was what I was going to do originally. And then I decided I need to go. I can't do in between. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's just not how my mind works. It's either all in or nothing. So next one is having better command of my body. I want to keep training and I want to, I do need to lose a little bit of weight again because of being sick of a December and not eating healthy. I did pick up quite a bit of weight. So I need to lose that again. Um, so getting back to my target weight and sticking to it for the rest of the year, that's definitely top goal for me. And then my health goals are aligned with the points goals that I need to reach for my health insurance because they've got a point system. It's still the running or cycling three times a week for 30 minutes. So keeping up with that, going to run as far as I can in 30 minutes and just try pushing myself every every week, trying to shave off seconds until I can run you know, a decent 24 minute, five kilometers. I think that would be a good goal. Uh, then as we discussed on the previous episode, we've grown our team at Rocket 200. And that means I've got more people reporting to me now, which is exciting. And there's some really cool stuff we're going to do this year, which I'm looking forward to. And that brings me to in, in line of the year of command team, being a good commander mm. and leading the team by example and doing mentorship and guidance with them, growing them as individuals, making them better versions of themselves doing weekly one-on-ones with members of the team, you know, that those kind of things. Yeah. Thinking about what it means to be a good leader. And then the last one is being a good commander in the same sense for my family. Um, and that's in terms of uh, things around the house, just family time, time with my wife and finances and just in general, navigating life with COVID now. Mm. It's not going to just go away. <laughs> My family's safety is my responsibility. And COVID is a big threat right now. Yeah. So what are changes, lifestyle changes that we need to potentially make to make things safer? Mm. Um, so another big thing for this year is to avoid burnout. And obviously burnout has a massive effect on my family as well. Yeah. Yeah. So that's very important for me to to avoid that this year. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. That's mm. the year of command. That sounds really cool. I'm excited for mm. it. I think you've uh, you've set really a really good theme, and you've clearly thought it through. And everything is is as it should be. I think you've set up for success. Mm. I hope so. Guess we'll see. Gonna have to keep each other accountable on this one. Yep, that's the way we do things around here. And uh, uninstall Twitter. It's gone. Nice. No more Twitter. <laughs>